Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 2. Yeah, I haven't posted in a little bit because I've been sick, so yeah, that's why. And But I want to finish this one in another review I have and then boom, we're, we're into the spooky season, so I wanted to get this one out quickly. Well anyway, let's get into the review. After Batman defeats the mutant gang and its leader, a large number of former criminals decide to make their own gang in honor of the Dark Knight calling themselves the Sons of Batman and are now attacking those criminals that they were once involved with. The people who are critical of Batman then use this as another example as to why Batman is worse for Gotham than he is good. One of the biggest voices being the psychologist that has been working with many of Batman's old rogues in Arkham. Joker takes advantage of this and is able to manipulate him and makes him think that he has changed and wants to tell the world his side of the story. Joker then gets out of Arkham with the psychologist and goes on a talk show. He then kills him in the whole building. So that would make two villains that this man has supposedly cured. That is then gone immediately back to villainy. Those being Two-Face and then Joker. The first half of this movie is actually, honestly, my favorite part of this, of this part. <laughs> my favorite part of the part. Uh, seeing the final showdown between the Clown Prince of Crime and the Cape Crusader is an exciting story. Now, what makes me like this one more than others is that Batman is very much not fooling around with this fight because he nails him with three batarangs and takes out one of his eyes. Now, Joker then realizes this will be the last time and goes on a killing spree to get as much carnage before it's over, gunning down everyone that gets in his way as he leads Batman through the carnival. Eventually, Batman is then forced to break Joker's neck and make him cripple after causing the deaths of dozens of people and the large amount of stab wounds he was inflicting on Batman. Joker then laughs, saying that he won because he made him go too far, and then snaps his own neck to make it look like he killed him. The new commissioner and the rest of the GCPD find them and try to take down Batman, which, you know, it doesn't work because he's fucking Batman. I, I will say I do have a little bit of a problem with, you know, Batman breaking his neck because, I mean... The idea of the Joker winning their final confrontation, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of, but, you know, it's a darker story of Batman, so I guess it kind of makes sense that, you know, he already is going far, so the idea of Joker still doing this, he's like, fuck no, and just breaks his neck. He's like, I'm not going to kill you, but you're not going to fucking move, and, you know, it, it, it bothers me, but it doesn't bother me too much, because... Sometimes you're like, I mean, if, yeah, <laughs> it's, it would make sense a little bit for the Joker because he's, you know, just like how he was in the past. And I will say it is kind of weird. He seems to have had the same physical prowess as he did when he was younger because he even comments on Batman being old and slow. And yeah, I maybe just being batshit insane will keep that youth in you. I don't, I don't know. But yeah. I'll, I did like the visual of when he like he he's on fire because Batman after he dies fucking lights up his corpse with, <laughs> with fire, um, and I did like that smile because he looked like a flaming demon when Batman's like stop laughing. Um, it was it was kind of cool. I, I did like that, uh, which leads to the second part of the movie where Superman is then called in by the government to stop Batman from continuing his vigilantism. They have a huge confrontation that has Batman pull everything that he can to take down the man in blue, even having Green Arrow come in with the assist with the Kryptonite Arrow. My main problem with this is how it portrays the dynamic of these two characters. 
I'm not the biggest fan of when they try to pit these two characters against each other. It usually has some very convoluted plot points. It only makes one of them look like an ass. It, it just feels like we write weak writing to me. The story ends with Batman faking his death and bringing his operation for protecting Gotham underground to essentially make his own League of Shadows. The story also seems to be a mixture of anti-government while also disliking movements like the hippies. Like They, they dislike the government, and then they also dislike anti-government movements. I'm not really sure what it wants you to do. It just seems that they are like, nope, the only way for change is Batman's way. It's the only way for true change. Basically saying that justify violence will always fix the problems. Um, you know, whatever opinion you have on that, it's whatever. Uh, to be honest, it does, it, it might be a little bit clearer in the comic. I haven't read the comic in a long fucking time, so let me make sure to read it. But in the movie, it is a little jarbled, I'd say, that message. So I don't think they fully got whatever point was originally written completely across. Um, so, yeah. So to me, it, it feels a little jarbled. Um, it is kind of similar in the same vein as Watchmen and it being it. So it does make a, a little sense because it was around the same time these comics were coming out and that kind of story is very popular. So in context, it's not that weird that they did that kind of story and things like that. Um, so yeah, it was, this was the edgy times, you know, fucking everything. Everyone is fucking jacked as fuck. Everyone's huge. Uh, you know, things like that. Big, big black outlines on characters and. Yeah, it, it, it's very, the story is very much of its time, in my opinion. So, yeah. And I will say, I, I am not the biggest fan of usually, like I said earlier, Batman v Superman fights. It's part of the reason why I fucking hated Batman v Superman. Um, so, yeah. It's it's okay. Out of all the reasons for why they're fighting, it, this one doesn't bother me as much. It just, you know, it's like, okay, so Batman is just like, fuck you, Clark. I'm going to beat your fucking alien ass. Got it. Cool. And it does make Superman look like a lackey in this one, which is part of the reason why I don't like it as much. But, yeah. Overall, I give this movie a 6 out of 10. I still think it's a slightly above average comic book story. You know, it has its merits. I think part one is better than the first one. But, you know, the first half is pretty good with the Joker. I liked that. And, you know, there are some aspects of, of the ending I did like. You know, I thought the idea of him, like, being like, well, I'm too old for this shit, so I'm going to, you know, train a bunch of people to continue, you know, keeping justice in Gotham after I'm dead. I thought that was okay. And I do think Carrie Kelly is less annoying in this part as well. She just seems to, you know, be there to help more than anything. And she has just less lines, which I think is good. So, yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I reviewed the first part. If you haven't already checked that out. I've also reviewed all kinds of others, movies, TV shows, and anime. So if you can check that out, that's highly appreciated. So thank you. And I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend.